No, I was supposed to come up with my own bio. Oh, <laughs> you don't have to come up with a bio. Just uh... I don't want to be called a cafe worker, though, because that doesn't help me at all. <laughs> then whatever life. whatever you want to be called, Petey. You can just say my friend Petey. Okay, great. <laughs> and then just be thinking if you have something you want to plug at the end that you want people to check out. the Because uh, um, not to brag, we have reached 20 people on Spotify for the first two wow. episodes. So we're kind of high rollers here. Lucas changed his intro. So you want to go with just tween heartthrob, or is that replacing Musician. America's Sweetheart? <laughs> uh, that's an addition to America's Sweetheart? No. Okay. Great. So musician, um, comedian, and actual tween heartthrob. Do you feel weird marketing yourself specifically to 12 and 11-year-olds? Yeah, actually, I take that back. Let's stick to America's Sweetheart. Okay. <laughs> Great. Hello and welcome to Birder, I Barely Know Her, the only birding podcast where uh, one host has decided that he's going to start every podcast by coming up with a new unique thing that only this podcast does, and he thought of one earlier today and forgot at the moment that we started recording. Um, I am your host, Dewey Cassidy, along with... Jessica Cristiano. How's, how's it, what's, what, what's going on, Jess? <laughs> um... I'm just wondering which host is the one that came up with the fun bit at the top. Uh, it's it's it's, pro- it's probably the dumber oh. one, so I think I think it's me. Okay, good to know. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I have bird related story. What? Which I kind of already talked to you about, but I I have no idea what you're readers. talking about. Um, for the readers. No, so last night I didn't sleep very well because there's a bird outside my window who that sounds like a living breathing man in the middle of the night and when you say you don't mean living breathing man is a live person you mean that it sounds like a man who is breathing by your window right oh yeah it sounds like they're in it there's a man in my room and he like got in in the night and is taking a nap and is fully zonked out having the best dream of his life not I just... a gross one but i've i've realized it's a bird but this is the second time this has happened in the past week so i'm wondering like is it spring is that what's going on? Oh, I didn't. What is... One more thing. <laughs> and then when I go home to Livermore, there's a bird or a, a critter that sounds like a kid laughing. I feel like I'm haunted. Yeah, I was going to say, Pretty neither constantly. of those sound like birds to me. But they like, have to be because there's no other explanation. What made you, you said that you've realized it was a bird. What made you realize it was a bird? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Just because for your sanity, you're like, it has, it has to be a bird. Otherwise, it's a ghost man breathing in my head, and I don't need that. Yeah, I really don't. Yeah. Um, no, I think I like went closer to a window, and I could kind of hear like a, a little tune underneath oh. the breathing, or like after that. Weird. Okay. Well, fingers crossed Very. for Jess that you don't wind up dead from ghost attacks anytime in the near future. And if you stop hearing from me on the podcast, that's why. <laughs> yeah, I will not address it. They, the fans have to just guess as to why you're not on there anymore. Also, if the fans know what kind of bird that is. Yeah, please reach out. Please tweet at us if you know that bird. Hashtag bird detective. If you know that what bird that might be. Like Terry I... the platypus. Not a detective. He's also not a bird. <laughs> but he wears the little hat. He does wear the... Well, that's not a detective hat, though, is it? I Why guess it's, a, it's more of like a PI hat from like a cool film noir thing. 
When I hear detective hat, I think Sherlock Holmes is weird hat. But Sherlock Holmes is more of a PI than a detective. He's what's called a detective consultant, I believe. Have you read more Sherlock Holmes than me? Um, I've read one story. Okay. For some but reason, I, I Sherlock okay. several times over. There we go. That's what it was. Um, do you think that they should kiss? Or are you one of those? Who? Isn't the whole thing with Sherlock that they all think that they're supposed to hook up at the end? Him and Watson? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think the show helps with that either. But Whoa. him and in the show, Sherlock and Moriarty, they should definitely kiss. Whoa, there's tension there? So much. And it's the hot priest from Fleabag. Whoa, wait, he, he's and Moriarty? He brings it, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I, I said this before, I think movies would be a lot shorter if just in the first five minutes the hero and villain would kiss a little. And then if it works out, conflict resolved. Like, if Luke and Dark Vader kissed, they'd realize, oh, I feel no chemistry. Oh, it's because you're my dad. Then they would, you know, they'd figure it out. You know, like when you kiss your dad and there's no chemistry? Yeah. So they kiss. Well, don't you think him and Leia maybe made... Maybe but Leia's wasn't... not the villain. Right? I'm saying at the beginning but of every movie, the hero and villain should kiss. But I'm saying I don't think Luke has a has very good radar for chemistry oh because he didn't realize it was his sister yeah well i think at one point one of them says i've always known when they find out which is funny when you look at the context of that kiss that's freaky is that your is that you no oh my god i set a timer i meant to set a stop stopwatch you always do that uh oh that was the problem i didn't set a timer instead of a stopwatch i set a timer and a stopwatch okay well that's been long enough we should probably bring on our guests I want to clarify this time, the guests ahead of time have given me how to introduce them. I'm not endorsing these labels, so uh, please welcome my friend Petey Shogren and musician, comedian, and actual tween heartthrob, Luke Moran. That was that was off the cuff, wasn't it, Dewey? I did not request that at uh, all, but I'm 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 so I'm so flattered. I think I fucked up because you wanted to go back to America's sweetheart, right? Uh that's <laughs> I don't know. It's what it's whatever you think of me as. Am <laughs> I, do I get more heartthrob or more um, sweetheart energy? Uh, fans, if you could just tweet at us and see what Luke is giving. Is he giving sweetheart or uh, teen heart, tween heartthrob? With a, yeah. What would that hashtag be? Hashtag Luke's cuties? Please. Okay, great. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> great. How you guys doing? Thanks for coming on. Doing Thanks for great. having us. Of course. Guys. How do we all know each other? Oh, man. We, I want to say we met at an improv audition. Am I correct? Am, so, I, am I mistaken? I think I met you and Susan at the same time because you guys were manning a booth for Rapid Fire at the UCLA, whatever the fuck, the uh, Club oh, Rush right. thing. Enormous Activities Fair. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Weird name. Uh, yeah, and you guys, I signed up to audition for Rapid Fire, so I think that's where we first met each other, in my opinion. Oh, my God. But yeah, yeah, so we've been friends since college. We've done improv together. We've done probably sketches together at some point. Um, Luke Probably. has a joke from sta or from his college stand-up that I'll never forget, which is we could save a lot of time by making bricks bigger. Not a so. joke. Still stand by that statement. <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening out there in construction, uh, hit up Luke for some help. Yeah, I got I got a lot of good construction ideas, guys. Just <laughs> what are your what are your top three construction ideas, Luke? Oh, um, I, bricks should be bigger. One off, definitely. Mm -hmm. I think. Um, I think most buildings could be consolidated into one big building as well. Okay. Um, and uh, I think 
I, th I think we can like build basically I think like we can build like a giant like rounds like planet size building like basically like like a, like a Death Star. I think we could build, we can make a Death Star. Okay, um, and that's my construction hot takes. Oh, also those those helmets are useless. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> what are they doing workers. wearing those, <laughs> guys? The, those vests. <laughs> I, I come on, we 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 see you. You don't need to wear that vest, man. <laughs> Take all that stuff off. Just come in your casual shorts and t-shirt. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you, uh, Luke, for completely alienating half of our audience, which is construction workers. Oh, um, no. And then, so, Petey, how do we know each other? I had to think about that for a sec. I, yeah. I, I met you at one of the business casual back alley com comedy shows. Yeah, you are taking and photos was... of me. Yeah, I was. We didn't really meet. I guess I was just taking your picture. Yeah, yeah, because we mostly became friends online. Weirdly enough, right? Yeah. Well, because I yeah. had to reach out to you and be like, "Hey, here's the photos I took of you." Oh yes, and then I had to tag you. They told me I had to tag you. So yeah, and you. then and then we happened to be walking side by side unknowingly at an abortion rights. Oh right, uh, yeah, that was crazy. Uh, oh my rally. god. Yeah. And I posted footage from it, and I'm panning around at this insane mob. Yeah. And uh, you're like, "Hey, that's me." Yeah. And I was like, "Wow." <laughs> wait. Okay, wait. So that was that was like after you had posted it online. Do we like responded? Yeah. I was yeah. Like, oh. Gosh, I wish I knew because I I went alone and I felt really scared. Oh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I had a friend there, and I didn't even know it. Yeah, and then we became friends online. I had to message our mutual friend between the three of us, Corey, Peter Lane, and be like, hey, what's the name of your friend that's dating that guy from uh, Thumpasaurus? Because your display name at the time was Poit, I believe. And I was like, oh Pete. yeah. And I was like, that can't Poity. be. Yeah, I was like, that can't be her name. I need to find out her actual name because <laughs> I didn't know your name for like the first like three or four months we were talking on Instagram. So that was a. Uh, little embarrassing on my part no that i set you up for failure with yeah. that that's my, that's on me uh yeah so yeah so now we're all the best of friends and then luke and pd you guys know each other pretty well right yes uh, yeah you're my second favorite luke in this household whoa my, you my, know <laughs> you know i have really tough competition because pd is dating the first luke yeah. so there's no way i can beat that luke but um, I, I like to think that I'm a very close runner-up. Uh, Absolutely. You're my first favorite uh, Luke in the outside world. Wow. You know? Wow. That's but that's then, a fact. Yeah. Wait, so is is the number one Luke in the house? He's in my inside world. Oh, I see. Okay. You, know I mean? you make you make a clear distinction between the inside and the outside world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's great. I think I think most people could benefit from that, honestly. Basically, we just hang out a lot in the same house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we do dishes together. Yeah, oh, that's sometimes. Fun. Who washes and who dries? I swear, uh, I, I, mean, I wash. Yeah, I I I watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. he does both. Actually, I watch. Okay, yeah, no, that's I'm fair. a good. I'm a good. I'm a good uh, housemate to mm. to number one, Luke. <laughs> Uh, yes. Pete, you can message me later and confirm if Luke is actually a good housemate. <laughs> a little fact check later. And yeah. Pete is a wonderful friend. Oh, thank you. I've I've oh. enjoyed seeing our friendship blossom. And you actually, I think, my number one Pete. There's no other Pete in the world. Oh, thank Aww. you. I'll take your spot. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All the other all the other Petes are like old women and dogs. So. 
<laughs> Old women named Petey. Yeah, I, when I, I picture a... Petey, I picture a little boy from the 1920s throwing rocks at windows <laughs> oh with like a little God. spinner cap. Oh that's that's awesome. Yeah, sounds very. You bring haunted. that back. Whatever happened to those boys? Uh, they all they all died boys? in the, they all died in working conditions because that was back when child labor oh. laws weren't in effect. Little hey, I mean, suits. come on, man. Twenty twenty three. We we got some crazy legislation in some states. Yeah, uh, we got to bring it back. We'll start seeing those those spinner capped boys in no time. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Luke you, or PD, you and I are sort of newish friends. Luke, we've been friends for a while. You specifically yeah. are responsible for three of the most disorienting moments of my life. <laughs> go on. Uh, the first. The I'm first. A little worried, but yeah, go on. The first being when I showed up to an improv jam at the improv space, and there were pamphlets mm-hmm. on every chair that I was oh. not warned about. That were photos of me. It was a little yeah. booklet you made that said how to improvise like Dewey Cassidy. And it was like a filled out guide and you did not put your name on it and you were not at the show. So I had no idea where they came Wait. from or how they got there. Wait, was that me? That was you. Oh my God. Where did that come from though? I have no <laughs> idea. It was a photo of me doing stand up from Facebook that you'd printed out on a little pamphlet. And it was how to improvise like Dewey Cassidy. And you printed them out and put them on every chair in the improv space and did not go to that show. I found out later you did that. Hold on. I I have no... Hold on. Okay, hold up. I'm almost positive it was you. Maybe it wasn't you, but I'm pretty sure it was. That that feels like something I very much would have collaborated on. (laughs) Um, Like, I probably would have... For context... Okay, for context, I was responsible for a um, notorious student comedy publication on oh campus God, that yes. got pulled into the dean's office once Wait, really? i was not part of that crew that was that was like after my years anyways oh, shit. but um but uh i i feel like um i may have assisted in like the the process like printing mm-hmm. and, and like design or whatever but that might have been a another mutual friend that might have been like a kevin or like maybe a chris thing okay but um but yeah i i I, that that's like very familiar to me and unfortunately like i i'm sure whoever did it had like a very good reason and like (laughs) a a hilarious bit Mm -hmm. (laughs) going on that they wanted to to act on so like because i can't i can't think of why i would do that yeah that's (laughs) fair kind of it seems like something I w- would help with anyways. Yeah. Uh, the second time I opened <laughs> yeah. my phone to a Tinder notification, um, Luke had somehow gotten my Tinder profile, maybe asked me for it or whatever. And I woke <gasps> up, I, I opened my phone and realized that Tinder used to have this function where you and a friend could do group swiping. <laughs> okay. I definitely did Luke this. put us into a group, group Tinder matching group and swiped right on everyone and immediately messaged hello, I'm looking for a wife for my friend Dewey. <laughs> and it was the most uncomfortable I've ever been in my life because people were responding. <laughs> I was so stressed out. I mean, that's just that's just apps, man. Most people are not going to respond. But those mm-hmm. who do, we, we, I, I, if I remember correctly, we had a very lovely conversation. No, 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 no. You had a very One lovely conversation. People. And I was texting you on the side saying, please stop. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow you, you know uh college me 
is a lot more of a rascal than I than I remembered. I'm yeah. just realizing. Like I I I I remember myself as being like incredibly timid and shy and like yeah. blah blah blah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. apparently I was getting up to some shenanigans. Yeah. Oh, well, man. the third one happened recently where you invited me to a party for your birthday. Oh and, yeah. Uh, Naturally. You just, yeah. yeah. You invite me to a party for your birthday and you say show up at eight thirty. Party starting at eight thirty. Um, I show up at nine fifteen. Yes. Um, I walk up the door. Says sluts only. <laughs> Apparently, the th- the party was slut themed. <laughs> and I show Again, not, I, not my, my, my uh-huh. responsibility. I, I open the door and everybody is dressed as sluts, like we're in like like oh. rave gear almost. None oh of them are God. people I know. And I say, "Where's the birthday boy?" And they say, "Oh, he's not here yet." And so I start texting you, where are you? I'm alone with the sluts. And uh, you said, I'll be there in like 30 minutes. I'm finishing up an improv show. So I was there for an hour until you showed up, not knowing anybody. I'm so sorry. It must have sorry. been really hard. Yeah. Do we, really hard do we, how does it, how uh-huh. does it feel knowing that I, I got you some matches on Tinder and surrounded <laughs> you with sluts? It felt really, feels really bad. So I'm glad that you're finally taking accountability for what you've done. I'm I'm sorry. I, I realize you're 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 a very sweet, innocent little boy. And, I'm a um, I'm a prudish little boy. I, sh- I should have exposed you to those things, but now you know. Now you know there's there's sluts out there. In the world. <laughs> and um, yeah, I didn't before. So. Party. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, we all went on a birding trip today. So real quick, guys, what is your history with birds and or birding? Let's start with you, Petey. Oh gosh, I guess my history really begins today. Wow. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess I well, I was telling you earlier in Australia, yeah. uh I guess that's where my awareness of birds really began. Yeah, cuz previously you'd never heard of birds before you moved to Australia, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, people just have a heightened awareness of uh birds in Australia. Do you think that's like, because a lot of the animals are trying to kill you there? Um, I mean, I guess they're just like there's more variation in like mm. you know, they're more extreme. Yeah. You know, it's like a more intense land. So yeah. the animals that live there have evolved it to be much more intense. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? They love eye contact. It's it's interesting because a, a lot of people there happen to just know the names of like all the local birds. Yeah. And the, eventually I learned all the names of the local birds. Ooh, do you have too. a favorite that you remember from back then? Uh, Yeah. So the, the kookaburra. That's oh, my, right. Yeah. My favorite one. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like a monkey and it makes sounds. Uh. At sunrise and sunset every single day, Whoa. so it's like kind of like their rooster. Yeah, it's I an guess. Australian rooster. <laughs> yeah, and then I love the magpies. They're what do really magpies scary. look like over there? Um, they're really like huge mm-hmm. and intimidating, and they have really like sharp features, and they're black and white. Okay, because we have magpies in America that are black and white too, and I'm curious if they look similar to the Australian ones. I don't know, but those ones they'll. They can remember a lot of faces and, yeah. and they'll swoop you. I, I know a lot of people <laughs> who've been attacked. Been and targeted? Did gotten... you ever find yourself targeted by a Corvid? No, actually. But and I, I kind of I kind of tried sometimes, you know. I'd like <laughs> you walk. Tried? Yeah, there was like certain trees where I'd know there'd be magpies and on my way to work I'd walk mm. under them and, you know, test no. the waters, but I was never chosen. So You wanted it too much. You gotta play hard to get yeah. when it comes to magpies. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, magpies are part of the Corvid family. So that's like ravens, um, crows, blue or um jays and stuff. So they're very smart and they're also like very cruel and vindictive. So it's a fun little line. 
But also yeah. any, anything stateside bird wise? Mm, I I think j- just a pretty basic knowledge of American birds. <laughs> you know, that sounds like a fun little indie band um, album title <laughs> about what? like a breakup that some guy had in college. Okay, well, Luke, what about you? What's your history with birds and or birding? Yeah, that that is my favorite Sufjan Stevens album. Actually, basic <laughs> knowledge of American birds. Um, Long time bird fan here. New time birder. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, recent time, whatever you get it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I was like, I was a I was a big old bird fan growing up. I, like my my favorite movie was some like animated penguin movie, and my favorite like is I that the one where like, the guy proposes with a rock? Um, Happy feet. Have we talked about this? <laughs> no, it's the, it's the pe- it's the penguin of the Surf's pebble, up? right? Penguin. Um. This is going to be an entirely different podcast. <laughs> But um, my favorite movie growing up was what I called the Penguin movie, but it was a, a like a VHS cassette that was given to us by some like uh, like religious group that I was going door to door and like handing out these videotapes, which were apparent, I guess, apparently <laughs> supposed to teach. <laughs> <laughs> me about Christ or something. Well, because they crucify the penguin at the end, right? The main character. Uh, I wish. No, we're thinking about two different kids' p- penguins. Oh movies. yeah, I watched. Um, yeah, I was listening yeah. to the passion of the of the flipper. Anyways, fl- flipper. The penguin. Anyways, uh, so <laughs> long story short, the point the point is, love penguins. My favorite. I, for a long time, my favorite animal was the, the peregrine falcon because I was like, they're so fast and cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd actually like never seen one. I didn't know what they were like. Um, but uh, yeah, and I have like birds hanging up in my room right now. You know, Whoa. I just I just like birds. Oh, I had a lot of parakeets growing up too. We didn't really have we didn't have a house that was good for cats and dogs, so like we just had a lot of little budgies and stuff like that. Oh, nice. But um. Yeah, so it's a long time bird fan, uh, but I've only gone birding. This would be my third time birding. This is my second when time your, with you. Yeah, when was the other time you went? Hold on. I went very. That was. I told. Did I tell you about that? I went to New York, and, and it was complete bust. I went to like one of the famous spots, um, the Ramble, I believe they call it, mm. in in uh, Central Park. Okay. And um, apparently there's a ton of songbirds there. And I, I was there, like, I guess, like, in October-ish. Or just, like, I was visiting some friends. And I, and like, yeah. Anyways, a friend hit me up and was like, hey, I'm going to go see some birds. And, yeah, I think she she works for the Audubon Society anyways. But, oh, yeah, nice. but we went. Supposed to be a lot of songbirds. Didn't see that many. Probably saw, mm-hmm. like, four or five. Like, yeah, every time I've gone, this is my second time birding with the, the legendary Dewey Cassidy and uh thank you for getting the title right nobody ever does (laughs) yeah as as uh requested by you and uh i i saw way more birds on the the little excursions we've gone on than the time i went in central park which is very curious well uh, you are welcome um so let's get into that trip then that we took today so jess if you do me a favor and read out our bird list for today sure started off with some mallards Canada geese, black phoebes, house finches, song sparrows, black neck stilts, pigeons, Egyptian geese, rough, rough wing, rough wing swallow. I really wanted to say rough ring. <laughs> anyway, 
House Sparrow, Killdeers, Alan's Hummingbird, Yellow Warbler, Anna's Hummingbird, Great Blue Heron, and then a mystery bird that maybe was a spotted sandpiper. Yeah, we, we were know. not sure. Yeah, some sort of little waiting guy. I also want to comment that when we first started our journey, I was like, this is a rough crowd. This is not, there are not a lot of birds out right now. Cause yeah. it's, it was like four 30. Yeah. Um, and then it really took off at the end. It really did. It exploded. It was, yeah. It ended up being a really great trip. Not that like any bird is like boring, but <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Yeah. When you go, I mean, I go, I go with you a lot. So it's like, great. Another Canada goose. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. I'm yeah. very used to the Canada goose, but every time we've gone out, every guest has pointed out the Canada goose. I'm very excited, yeah. which is a lot of fun. We saw a bird immediately. Do you guys remember what bird we saw immediately when you got there? Good old mallard? Yeah, so we saw some mallards that were, as Jess put in the notes, on a little date. Which uh, is a duck. Yes, yes. Thank you, Petey. Yes, a mallard is a duck. <laughs> uh, Jess, can you write down that Petey gets 10 points? You. Yes. No. Sorry, Luke. Uh, try harder. Um, so yeah, so we saw some I'll mallards on a date. So there was a, <laughs> there were there was a pair of mallards, a male and a female, that were just walking through the park together, um, on a little stroll. Then they ended up nesting in one of the local bushes, which was a lot of fun. So yeah, we also saw black neck stilts. What do you guys think about the black neck stilts? Those. <laughs> you guys, I love you guys those both made an identical stilts. face. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> I yeah I I think I think there's like yeah I, I feel like that was like the first aha like excitement moment because this was a, a novel bird you know one of those birds that like I, I feel like I just walking by the river I I noticed before but I never like yeah. really paid attention to and like seen see in detail and just yeah just watching their mannerisms was so mesmerizing and just like the way their their feet worked and like and like how and how they like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like they're, they're like little, like different hunting strategies. It was, it was, it was very cool. I was, I was into it. Yeah, Petey, what'd you think? I loved them just aesthetically. <laughs> you know, really long pink legs that bend backwards. Well, yeah. not for them, but for our legs. And then the, their beaks were extremely long and thin, just like their little legs too. Yeah. <laughs> and it was nice. They're like, I don't know, just kind of uh, really high up off the water, but in the water. Yeah, so as I mentioned on our trip, so they're second only to flamingos in terms of the ratio between leg length and body size. Like, they have incredibly long legs for birds. So, yeah, so we saw them wading out in the river, so they were hunting as they do for little invertebrates, little larvae, etc., etc., and that was a lot of fun to see. But, yeah, so that cool look that PD is describing, for the listeners, if you're not familiar with the black neck stilt, they're a cute little guy that looks like they have, like, a little tuxedo on with a sort of white chest and black wings and a black head. And then they have gigantic, pink, gaudy, like really gangly, awkward legs that they'll use to sort of wade around in the water and feed on fish. Because of those weird legs, they mostly walk. They don't really swim because it's hard to do so. Um, but yeah, so we sort of observed that feeding behavior between them and a little bit of their flight as well. What you guys think about how they looked in flight? Oh my gosh, so cool and weird and yeah, right? hilarious. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a Dewey quote. <laughs> and and I think you described them as like they looked like Christ on the cross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they look gliding very, down. Yeah, they look very silly. So they stick their leg, they stick yeah. their arm, their wings out all the way. Then they hold their legs straight behind them. Yeah, I I, I thought they were they were, they were, if they they were very yeah. It was, it's that that description is 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 kind of 
funny, but like I, they looked very like graceful and they were very like smooth gliders as well. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> touched. Um, so yeah, so we actually saw a bunch of swallows as well. What do you guys think about the swallows? We saw ruffling swallows and barn swallows. So many swallows, barn Petey, swallows, you... barn swallows. Where it's at? Yeah, I was gonna say. I think the barn swallows were one of your favorites from today, right? Oh yeah. Wait, they had like the the blue tops. Yeah. And then the orange mm-hmm. bellies. Yeah, the sort of rusty orange color. Yeah, I thought that was really gorgeous. And now that I'm thinking about it, they're kind of like the horizon in the desert. You know, the top parts all oh, blue, yeah. and then the lower parts mm-hmm. like the earth. Yeah, totally. It's so beautiful. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, so swallows are really cool because they have like really long wings. It sort of looks like they have tuxedo tails when they close them behind them almost. Because we saw them in flight. Um, so when swallows are around water, what they're typically doing is either hunting for food, so taking up little bugs or little you know invertebrates or whatever, um, or they're trying to find some calcium to take back to their babies to feed them in their nests. So we saw them um, sort of as we usually do, flying along the water, which is fun, but it's really hard to get a good photo or a good view of them that way. But we got lucky that there were two little barn swallows that loved to just hang out on a wire right by the bridge. So we actually got to sit mm-hmm. there and watch them for a little bit. I want to I want to use PD's name from now on. I want to call them Desert Sunset Swallows. Okay. That's better than Barn Swallow. <laughs> or you can call them Desert Horizon Birds. Yeah, desert that sounds a little birds. better than whatever Luke said. <laughs> uh, dang it. Um, yeah, I guess so- I got to try harder. <laughs> they're, really, they're really small, too. Yeah, they are very tiny. It's, yeah, they're very cute. I could just picture them like in my little hands, you know? <laughs> I doubt yeah, they... we, we had to pull Petey back because she was running to try to grab them <laughs> off the wire. <laughs> Do we, Have you ever seen them like find a bone or like find calcium for their no it's uh i try to like look up bird behavior so i can try to take pictures of cool shit but they never do anything cool for me other than like fly around and look pretty but i've seen them like dive for like um invertebrates and shit in the water so i've seen that before it's just hard to get a good picture of that because they move so fast and they're so small they don't seem but, like water birds. That, yeah, well, technically surprising. they aren't water birds because they live in like, you know, um, so I know more about tree swallows than barn swallows. I can't say for certain where barn swallows like to nest, but tree swallows, mm-hmm. which have similar behavior, they like to nest in trees. Um, but I imagine barn swallows probably take a more urban setting or um, cliff yeah. swallows will make their own nests out of like dirt and their saliva and they'll like attach themselves to the side of buildings. Um, typically they attach themselves to the side of cliffs, but now that buildings have come across... Um, where they weren't in the wild, they give them more opportunities to do so. But yeah, so I haven't seen anything fun like them picking up shells, but I have seen them eating plenty of times. But yeah, Jess, what do you think about the barn swallows? Adorable. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Magnificent. You were just reading back the text that I've sent you whenever you send me a selfie of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and usually I'm sending you pictures of birds and saying, this is me. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Magnificent. So we had a surprise visitor today, too, that we weren't expecting, or at least I wasn't expecting. Um, we had the Egyptian geese come by, too. What do you guys think about the Egyptian geese? <laughs> Both guests shaking their heads silently in awe. <laughs> really? Uh, they're, they're geese, they're, they're, they're sassy little guys. <laughs> you know, they weren't, I was, I was all about them. I was all up in their business. Wanted to say hi, but they weren't having none of it, and that's okay. Um, I was very happy to to watch from afar. Uh, they're 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 very. Ooh, what's what's the right word? PD, you, you described them as like high fashion. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because you guys were saying that they are not 
not very pretty, but I think they're gorgeous. They, you know, I, they've, yeah. they've got There's the orange striking. eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan of geese in general. Really? You know, I think to me, they are innately hilarious. And, <laughs> and I think it's just Untitled because... Goose Game, man. <laughs> yeah, well, I just they, have... They should, they should, like, update the skin so you can play as, like, an Egyptian goose anyways. Um, I don't know what you're talking about, so I'm... That, <laughs> that was, what? like, buried really deep in my brain, the Untitled Goose Game. I just, up. like, brought it up yeah. to the... Scene. Did you ever get that? Because I think you wanted to get that for a while in quarantine, right? Me? Yeah. No. Oh. I'm confusing you with me, I'm I think. Not, <laughs> not really a gamer. Yeah. I try my best, though. <laughs> That's one of two games I have on my computer. <laughs> um. Anyway, back to Petey, back to your thoughts on the uh, Egyptian goose. Oh, I was just saying I have the image of uh, Canadian geese attacking, like, burnt into my brain. And that- <laughs> Did they attack you? Oh, no. I mean, oh, okay. I've seen it on Curb Your Enthusiasm, and I know several people who've been targeted. Yeah. Um, and I think it's so <laughs> you funny. Say that, you're saying that like it's like violent crime, like several people are being targeted. It, in the it literally <laughs> is. It literally is. They'll run from so far away, and they'll fuck your shit up. Am I allowed yeah. to say that? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, you can say whatever you want as long as it's not a slur. So no, we're, no slurs allowed here. Sorry, Luke. Got you. Got you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> all right, Luke, real quick, let's name name your three favorite slurs, and then we'll move on. Actually, no, please, you're not gonna not. edit this out. No, I'm, not, I'm gonna. I'll say it, but no, only if you promise not to no. edit it out. <laughs> please do not say slurs. Um, excuse, it feels like I'm teaching again when I'm telling everybody not to say slurs. Um, yeah. So what's cool about, uh, or not what's cool? So I raised geese growing up, and I've been attacked several times. I've been attacked all the time. Um, and what's uh, awful is that when geese bite you, they don't just like nip; they like grab your skin and twist, like they're giving your leg a titty twister. Wow. Yeah, it's like really rough. So they would attack me because I would be the one feeding them. So they expect me to have food whenever I enter their pen. So they would just run after me and attack me. Because we had like eight geese growing up because the feed store guy insisted they were both female, so they couldn't reproduce. And it turns out we had a male and a female, and they would not stop laying eggs. And they'd become incredibly territorial over them. And they would just, like sit on them. And then the male goose died. But the female goose kept laying eggs and would still be territorial and would attack us. And then they would rot in the summer and get so stinky and like disgusting that we have to get rid of them. But the, the goose, eggs? The eggs, yeah. So the <laughs> goose egg. Yeah, not the goose. <laughs> yeah, the goose get real gross in the summer. Uh, the goose <laughs> eggs would like rot in the summer. So we'd have to go get rid of them. But the goose would like attack us. So we'd have to like distract the goose and like bite it off with like a broom when it tried to bite us um and it's like on entitled ge- goose game it's, <laughs> yeah you guys. yeah they kept taking Great my game. hat and like putting it in like my back pocket or something. i don't know how that game works yeah i have a <laughs> i have a random question about this topic please are, are geese and mallards related closely on any level <laughs> that's a good question um i know that they're in they are in some way related let's find out how close mm. Yeah, something about the the twisting action of how they bite reminded me that uh, mallards have the corkscrew uh, private parts. Oh, yes. <laughs> we have. Unfortunately, yeah. we have brought up bird genitals every episode so far. <laughs> it has come up repeatedly. Uh, only once on purpose. It just really keeps coming up. So. Dewey keeps bringing it up. Yeah, I keep bringing it up. So. There's a word I want you guys to all hear and commit to memory. 
Yes. A not to die. Or day, a not a day. So it's A N A T I D A E. So this is the biological family that includes ducks, geese, and swans. So they are related. They're in the same family. Wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we actually saw some pigeons. What do you guys think about pigeons now that you've looked at them from like a bird perspective? Mm, good question. You know, I'm going to be honest. I skipped right over those guys for the most <laughs> part. I, I saw yeah. them and I went, eh, and then it moved right along. Um, yeah. I, you know, they're one of those birds that would be very beautiful if we didn't see them that often. But because uh, we see them all the time, I'm kind of like, come on, guys, give me yeah. something new. <laughs> <laughs> Petey, what'd you think? Oh, I love pigeons, actually. Um, really? Yeah, I've, I think because they've had such like a sad reputation. I've taken it upon myself to like look for their beauty. And then I notice, you know, this is before today, just in general. I was yeah. like, I want to, I want to be the person who likes pigeons. You know? <laughs> um, That's how you should have told me to introduce you is at the start of the podcast. Well, next time, next time. Jeez. Pigeon watcher. Um, uh, yeah, no, I like the reflective uh, blue or, or green and purple yeah. necks that they have. Um and they don't bother me ever. I don't know why people don't like them. Yeah, well, I think it's because they're disgusting and spread disease. Um, but oh. yeah, it's well, there it's you go. it's weird because as you say, they are objectively very beautiful birds. Like they were bred to look a certain way for like beauty. But I think just because they're in cities and eating garbage, everybody's like these are disgusting birds. And that's sort of how I felt for a while too. But I kind of I'm coming around on pigeons. They were they were bred like so pigeons um, come from. Um, they were like they were ornamental like pet birds that I believe came from Turkey. Someone quote me on that, but there's like a thou- like a bunch of different types of pigeons that were bred with specific characteristics. And then oh. naturally, people would buy them that lived like that were like wealthy people that lived in cities. And of course, they would eventually get out. So that's how they became city birds. Oh wow! Yeah. Dang! Wow, that's a great piece of information. You're welcome. And later, I'm going to Google it to make sure I'm not lying to your fucking face. <laughs> That's uh, But I'm almost positive that is the case. Um, so we also saw the killdeer. What did you guys think about the killdeer? I loved your reaction to the killdeer. You were <laughs> yeah. so excited. Wait, what was my reaction? You were just really animated, and you were like marveling at this killdeer just standing on a rock and you're like thank goodness it's just not doing anything boring you know and i was like what is what is boring for a killed killdeer yeah to clarify what i mean is that whenever i'd see them at home they were just like walking in the grass and i was like this is not a good photo this is not fun behavior yeah. but that guy he was standing regal on a rock like some sort of like conqueror or like some sort of like you know poet mm-hmm. just considering the universe so it was very cool for me you know, black or killdeer, black neck stills, they're both birds that I have a connection to because I see them all the time when I go back home. So it's a nice little piece of Merced over in LA. So I was a big fantasy in that. I remember when my dad was in the hospital, <laughs> I was talking to him about bird watching and he like couldn't talk very well just yet because um, he was still under a lot of the medication. And he kept trying to yell the name plover at me, which is a type of bird. And he's like, <laughs> Did you see plovers? I was like, What? He's like, Plovers. And I was like, What? Plovers. And it turns out he was talking about killdeer the whole time. So I made oh sure to go out gosh. the next day and like look at killdeer. So I have a little bit of a sentimental connection to that. 
Um, so we saw what was the last bird that we saw? Do you guys remember? The heron. Yeah. Was that the last one? Yeah, I guess so. That was the last new yeah. one that we logged. So what did you guys think about the great blue heron? Oh, I was I was staring that that, that guy. Was you were staring, staring at that heron. <laughs> I was staring at that heron. Staring at the heron. Absolutely. That heron was absolutely staring back at me. That heron <laughs> was like staring straight into my soul. Interesting. I, I felt. Um, yeah, I, I, I was. Y- you know, when you're when you're that high up on the food chain, I feel like there there was like. We 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 talked about the Kildare being like all statuesque and 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 like kind of like whatever poet like uh, I felt like that that heron was like that like turned up even more. Yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was cool. I, I um, yeah, it was it was just chilling in some in some some grass and bushes. But uh, like I, I I'm curious to see what it would have been like in action. But like, you know, it was it was it was cool. Yeah, PD, what do you think? <laughs> Oh, I, I loved its size. It was just humongous. Yeah. You know, um, and it reminded me of a vampire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, because uh, you said from the way it was standing, right? Yeah. It seemed like it had like a cloak, and I don't know. Like you, you said it looked very regal. And yeah, because so typically, like when you look at a blue heron, you'll see this giant bird with a huge neck and like these big wings, but it was like really hunched over and like its neck was like withdrawn within itself and it was sort of wrapping itself in its wings. Um, so it looked mm-hmm. like a little man wearing a cloak, or as you put, a vampire sort of shading himself in the sun. And then yeah. you said that they don't eat other birds. I I don't think they do. I can't be quoted on that, but I believe they mostly eat like fish and like small mammals. But actually, let's I'm gonna Google that right now. Um, great blue heron diet, which I'm hoping is uh, what they eat, and not a diet that you base your life <laughs> off. How great blue herons eat. So. They do eat some birds. They eat mostly fish, but also frogs, salamanders, turtles, snakes, insects, rodents, and birds. I'm not sure how they hunt birds. I feel like they're not that fast. But hmm. interesting. Maybe Question. they scavenge. Yes. Are they eaten by any other birds? I mean, they're fucking huge. So I'm I don't almost see that. positive they're not. Uh, okay. That was one of the things that stood out to me. I was like, that bird is fucking ginormous, and it's so... Mm-hmm like confident it doesn't seem like it has any natural predators in this environment all right so they have they have two types of predators they have predators for their eggs and predators for themselves so crows and mm. raccoons will eat their eggs so they got to watch out for those and i would imagine that rats are the same way because um, rats are a big problem for bird nests but occasionally there are some birds that prey on adults and chicks believe it or not and these are raccoons yeah. and hawks and eagles I oh, wow. got confused because the website says raccoons, hawks, eagles, and raccoons. <laughs> so they said they said raccoons twice. Um, but yeah, so, they just really want you to know. Yeah, they really they really like raccoons. raccoons yeah. are. <laughs> well, we don't we don't consider that enough. I think there are too many videos on Instagram of like cute raccoons and human clothes. We got to understand the threat before us. Yeah. So yeah, they, it turns out mm-hmm. they I was wrong on both counts. They do eat birds, and they're eaten by birds sometimes. So I could see that looking yeah. into that bird's eye. I was like. Yeah, you'd eat, you'd eat anything, wouldn't you? You'd, you'd try to eat me if you could. Yeah, that's why he kept looking at you. He's like, is this fucking guy talking to me? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, we. Damn, I think that, that might be the was. only bird we... <laughs> that might be the only bird we saw today that preys on other birds. We didn't see a ton of raptors or predators or anything. We didn't, no. I was, I was expecting to see a hawk. 
Yeah, we typically see Hawks mm-hmm. or Ospreys, like that guy in the parking lot pointed out. Uh, so usually mm-hmm. we see a lot more. So that mm-hmm. sort of wraps up our bird list. We've gone back. So I have questions for you guys. Uh, first question is, did you have a bird that you wanted to see before we got here? I did, but I later found out it was super common and I could see them. Anywhere. Yeah, what bird? What, <laughs> it's okay. The same thing happened to Kevin. What bird was that? Well, so here's the thing. I see Anna's hummingbirds everywhere. Mm-hmm. And like I, I'm at the point where I'm like, Anna's hummingbird. I can see you. Very just easy, distinct kind of bird. Um, an Allen's hummingbird, I just wasn't that as aware of. And so I was like, I think I think it was also just like more of a curiosity. It wasn't like I'm so excited to see this bird specifically, but I was like, oh, there's Allen's hummingbirds around yeah. here too. And I was <laughs> like, oh, I guess I'll try to to look for those guys as well. And then you're like, oh yeah, you see them all the time. And I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> but, uh, yeah, both yeah, types of hummingbirds are pretty ubiquitous around LA. So anywhere you go, you're gonna see them. Mm-hmm. But did we end up seeing this? We did. I didn't get a good glimpse at it though. Yeah. But we did. We like, did see your Allen's hummingbird. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna keep an eye out because I, I'm gonna because I haven't like we we saw, we saw some Anna's hummingbirds that were like hanging out pretty close to us. Yeah, and, and like we got a good good eyes on those. But yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be <laughs> looking around. Uh, Petey, what about on. you? Did you have anything in mind um, before we came out? I did not. No, <laughs> I did not. No, I was I was just excited to learn more about what birds are around here and like maybe maybe one day I'll have that same feeling about our local birds that I did when I was in Australia, you know. Yeah. You just got to find your spark bird. That's what they called it. Luke sort of had a spark bird experience the first time birding. Do you remember what bird it was? So spark bird I for did. those who don't know is a bird that you see your first time birding, one of the first times birding that makes you so excited you want to come back for more. Do you remember what that bird was? I do. I sure yeah. do. <laughs> it was um, not just a bird, but an entire flock of mountain bluebirds. Wow. Why were those spark yeah. birds for you? Why were they spark birds for me? Well, first off, they came out of nowhere. I was, I, we, we were just, we were like kind of like wrapping up. I, I feel like at that point we were winding down. Like we'd seen like a dozen or so cool birds. And I was like, all right, cool. And then we were like, walking back towards the, the our cars and then we just like just out of nowhere i just i just see these like these waves literal like waves of like birds like flying back and forth and i was like wait a second these are these guys are hovering yeah <laughs> uh, yeah because they weren't just lot. flying back and forth they were hovering in place like a hummingbird right yeah like a hummingbird i, I like i didn't i didn't know bluebirds did that yeah and i was just uh, and i was just kind of like like shocked by that uh, and then just completely mesmerized just because also um, the thing about mountain hummingbirds or sorry, mountain bluebirds uh, is that they were uh, likely migrating and not as used to humans yeah. as the bluebirds we might find in the city. So like a- as we were like moving closer, they they were they just the, the way they moved. It was it was like. I don't, I can't describe it. It felt it felt like the ocean. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like yeah, like 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 pausing, like rolling back. You know, like like rolling up the beach and then back, and, and it was just like it was like beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> I was mesmerized. Yeah, just just by their movement alone. And um, yeah, yeah, and 
and yeah, I guess what, what's the main difference? They have they have the they have the gray bellies, right? Yeah. So yeah, they're mo- they're more blue than the west. They're more of a sky blue, whereas the western bluebird's a darker blue, and the western bluebird has that rusty you know, orange mm-hmm. belly, whereas the mountain bluebird has a gray one. Yeah, but, it yeah. was. Yeah, that that it stood out. That color was like it's very yeah very bright blue, and I was like, Ooh. well, Petey, what was your favorite bird that you saw today? Oh gosh. Um, I'm forgetting the second part of the name, but the one that starts with barn. Barn swallow. <laughs> the barn swallow. Yeah, I don't know why. I just I I felt like I just imprinted on that one. I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite. Yeah. You know, which is funny because it it really I thought it was kind of just like in terms of birds. <laughs> yeah. That it was like the most basic looking cartoonish drawing version. Right. Yeah. But the coloration was really unique and. Yeah. I don't know. I. I just thought it was really special. Yeah. Luke, yeah. what about you? Favorite bird I saw today? Um, you know, I have to give it to, ooh, it's it's kind of a tie between the Egyptian geese and the stilts. <laughs> yeah. Which one, what would you like about both of those? Um, I liked both for radically different reasons. Um, <laughs> I think, well, no similar reasons i thought they were both very pretty in their own way um but uh yeah i was uh, uh, i was um hmm. yeah what did i, I yeah I, I i think i think it was just like a similar reaction for both like they're they're both that like kind of like birds like process in the background but like never like really know this and study that close um i think i liked um, I, I I liked the contrast between just like like the gangliness of the the stilts like as they were hunting on water versus like the gracefulness in the air. I was I thought that was a very nice. interesting contrast and like yeah and 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 similarly with like to to like have like a a goose that that looks so striking yeah <laughs> and so distinct and like like unlike most gooses I've, I've ever seen in my life yeah uh, to, to be like that and, and just and kind of like you know but still a goose yeah. you know but still like <laughs> that, that that was very that was very cool and interesting to, to to like yeah see that like goose-like programming and like attitude but yeah but they like definitely a, they have but, a very yeah. don't fuck with me energy <laughs> they do yeah yeah they they, they don't and I respected that. I, I respect that. Most yeah. of these birds were pushovers. Those Egyptian geese were, uh, they, they held their grounds. Yeah, because they, they were demanded. honking immediately, right? They're honking at everybody. Yeah. Honking at us, honking, honking the other birds. And they were they were honking, and they were also hogging that that little sidewalk, right? They were, like, standing right they in front of us. They were in the way, yeah. <laughs> they were in the way. <laughs> yeah, and the, only one of the geese was honking. One was honking, and one was just, like, walking beside it. So it's kind of like that meme of, like, the cowardly boyfriend hiding behind the the girl being like, excuse me, he didn't get his curly fries? Yeah, yeah. bodyguard energy. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Um, Jess, did you have a favorite bird today? I like the mallards on a date. Um, mm-hmm. But I also, yeah. there was that... Anna's hummingbird, I think. Mm. I was kind of begging for us to look to notice it. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was really unusual behavior. Yeah, that, that we was don't really funny. see. They're usually like just trying to eat. But yeah. This one was like 
take my picture. Yeah, because that's mm-hmm. when we were looking at the killdeer, right? And I kept flying in yeah. the way. <laughs> I was jealous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a little Tinkerbell. We're, yeah. g- we're looking at Wendy too much. What was your favorite? <laughs> oh, my favorite? Probably those Egyptian geese. That was crazy. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, here is my final question. Would you guys go birding again? Absolutely. I love that mm. little birding world. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So you have your inside world, your outside world, and your birding world. Who's your favorite Luke in your birding world? Uh, to be determined. Oh, wow. All right, Luke. So you have an opportunity here to be to be a favorite. I'd go birding again just so I could make the top uh, Luke in PD's birding world. <laughs> no, I've, I've gone birding again before. I'll go birding again, again, baby. Hell yeah. I, I, I love it. I love birds. I'm seeing them in a whole different light. And every time I've gone, it's there's something a little, a little new and exciting for me. Yeah, that's so. what that's what's a lot of fun. It's like you go to the same place, but there's new stuff there every time. That was one of my favorite things when I would go birding for the first time um, in a park near my house. I went out one day, and there was um, I went into a tree, and there was just a great horned owl there, and it was crazy. I was like, this is amazing. Next day, I come by, the great horned owl's gone, but there's two woodpeckers in there. It's like it's cool to go to these same spots and see what shows up every day. It's a lot of fun to see how that changes. Whole so, society. Yeah, so to end things, I have a little game. This is a game called Are You a Bird or R2D2. This game called Are You a Bird or R2D2. So what's going to happen is I'm going to play a clip on my phone, and that clip is either a noise that a bird is making <laughs> or a noise that a, a monster or robot from Star Wars is making. And it's up to you guys to guess what you think it is. And Jessica, do you a favor for me and just keep track on your phone of the points. About to say. And do not cheat. Oh, I can't then. Oh, okay. I just can't play. All right. Well, I get 60 points for keeping track. So, well. Okay, that's fair. All right. Well, here is the first one. When you're ready, I'm going to play it into my microphone. Mm -hmm. Uh, I hope I don't destroy your ears. Be prepared. All right. Does anybody need to hear that again? Bird. Petey says bird. Luke, what do you think? Based on context clues, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say bird. Bird? But that very much could have been a creature out of the Star Wars universe. Jess, what do you think? Well, um, it sounded like Wally to me i'm gonna say star wars just to be different. okay just to be clear just before all the men listening get very mad wally's not part of star wars just so you know but it's a robot and it is in the disney universe which star wars also is now so they could be cousins okay we're not <laughs> jess is alluding to an a long-standing argument we had where she insists that jigglypuff and kirby could be cousins which <laughs> the only time we've ever been actually mad at each other is this argument and the other argument we had we have, we have two arguments. We won't get into the second one. What's we'll bring it up. Another, the second one is that, okay, is not to derail bird? the whole game. Yes. So you well, guys actually, may. Big Bird is kind of a point of contention across the board for us. Oh, yeah. We, we, we there's won't get con- into it. Yeah. <laughs> we, we disagree about what bird Big Bird is. But uh, if you guys didn't know, Big Bird was supposed to go aboard the space shuttle Challenger. But they couldn't figure out how to properly strap in the Big Bird costume. So there was a chance that millions of kids would have tuned in around the world to see Big Bird explode. 
because that was the that was the shuttle that blew up. Just yellow feathers. Just yellow feathers everywhere. Yes, just horrifying stuff. Um, but the costume or the actor inside. The actor would be inside the costume. Oh goodness. So yeah. So Jess and I have a very firm disagreement about whether or not they would replace Big Bird, like just have Big Bird come back with a different actor, or if Big Bird would be canonically dead. And I think Big Bird would be canonically dead, and they'd have a special episode about it. Because, again, that happened in the, in the past with Mr. Hooper. But Jess thinks that concept would be too hard to explain to a kid, so they would just bring Big Bird back like nothing happened. What is canonically? What like, does that word mean? Canon means like it's like the recognized truth and reality of the show. Oh. So like some like like anime just have like random one-off episodes that don't affect the continuity of other episodes and stuff. So I think that Big Bird would be dead forever on the show, and Jess disagrees. Yeah, that's a tough one because nobody wouldn't not know that information about what truly happened to Big Bird. Yeah, Jess, yeah. I'd be a I'd be a Big Bird truther. <laughs> oh god, it's not like a firm belief, but I do I can see a reality where they are like he was that wasn't that wasn't this big bird that's a different that was his cousin <laughs> that was like his like twin brother jeff how they I don't, re- I don't know yeah like how parents respond to like a goldfish dying they just replace it mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that was that exactly. fish's cousin yeah well it makes Hello, me friend. i am your friend big bowered <laughs> <laughs> what, what accent just, as i have always been <laughs> I am not from Norway, roughly. Yeah, it makes me, this whole topic makes me think of um, the Twin Towers and how they were in like so many themes of like TV shows and stuff. They were in Friends, Sex and the City, and then just all of a sudden one episode, they just randomly weren't. They would just yeah. take out those shots. It's like forever. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, pretty- weirdly enough, SpongeBob added them in afterward. They weren't in before, but they were in after. Oh my gosh! Never forget Wait, under the sea. Yeah, it was it was it was pictures of SpongeBob. Then at one point, the Twin Towers said, "Never forget." Uh, that's not real, <laughs> Luke. You can you can relax. <laughs> All right. So, thank God. Yeah, Jess, did you have an answer? <laughs> what did you say? You said bird. No, I said Star Wars. Oh, you said Star Wars. Great. So the answer is bird. No. That was a capuchin bird. So, uh, yes, how do you yeah, spell that? point for uh, C A P U C H I N and then bird, like the monkey, yeah, like the monkey wow. in Night at the Museum, sure. Well, the monkey in the Night um, Museum is that a capuchin monk? Mm-hmm. They make yes. a really big deal about it. I thought capuchin monkeys were the orange guys, that was my fault. Oh, yeah. sorry, spoilers. All right, moving on to our next one if this is a bird or a Star Wars creature. I feel good about Star Wars this You think weekend. Star Wars? Yeah. What do you think, Luke and Petey? That definitely sounded really mechanical to me, but now I don't trust that it is Star Wars because it seems so fucking obvious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Let's play it again. That could be a goose, I guess. But I'm, I'm still saying Star Wars. It's tough because... <laughs> It could very much be Star Wars, but uh, searching all my knowledge of Star Wars universe, I can't place it. 
uh which is odd for me usually i can play i feel like i can play star wars sounds so i would say bird all right so pd what did you say i'm gonna go with bird as well because i feel like the audio would have been really really clear if it was star wars interesting all right so we've locked in our final votes it is a Star Wars creature. It's, oh, like, oh, it's no. a bantha. It's a bantha. Those are the yes. big furry That's guys. That's what a bantha sounds like. Big furry yeah. guys. Gosh, yeah. Darn it. What are those? They're like they're like big, like sort of like cows with horns, sort of. Which it's one the thing Which that uh, Luke cuts open to. Stay no, warm that's in, a tauntaun. Right? Oh, banthas. They're me. on Tatooine. They're like big. Like they look like they have like a woolly mammoth body with like a long like mongoose tail, and then they have like sheep horns. But like wow. their head is like a, their head looks like some sort of sick fish wow. which, with like hair. Which episode is that in? That's an episode. Well, so it's, it's like, di- yeah, it's that guy. Yeah. Oh. oh, oh, okay. Oh, I feel like, okay. So the, 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 the I, that's, that's a sound that like, I would have heard in like the Mandalorian or something. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. All right. Well, then next up, here's our next sound. This one's going to be a little tougher, I think. Bird. You think it's a bird? Yeah. What do you think, Luke? I'm going to say burp. Jess? I have to say Star Wars again. <laughs> we do the same votes every single time. Yeah, you guys flip them. I'm going to say Star Wars, actually. You're going to say Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. So that one is a bird. No. It's an, and guess what continent it's from? I would guess South America. Australia. It's an Australian oh. liar bird. Oh, Not wow. liars and somebody who lies, but liars on the musical instrument. Oh, wow. So okay. I, I think they're mimickers. I imagine it was mimicking a sound I heard before. But yeah, that it's, was a bird. It's mimicking the gun. Star, Star Wars. Yeah, right? Yeah. Told you it'd be hard. That was crazy. You know, they've actually filmed some of the Star Wars in, in Australia. Really? Which oh. ones? Yeah, well, um, the one with Natalie Portman in it. Oh, episode episode either one, two, or three. Yeah. I'm My, not a big Star Wars nerd. I don't know all the stuff super well, but... Yeah, one of my my friend's dads mm-hmm. worked on that film in Australia, and he got to keep a lot of like the like cutlery, you know, the Star Wars cutlery and like no, glassware. Oh, okay. From scenes where they were dining and stuff. Whoa. Shit, that's a that's a good. Wait, that's. Key. Do you think his wife gets really like mad? Like he insists or? on bringing it out during like Thanksgiving and shit. He's like, I'm, <laughs> "We're not bringing out the fucking Star Wars knife again. We have to. We're my parents are here." That's really cool. My dad would love that. Yeah, they used them very casually, actually, which was really fun. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. All right. Um, Moving on to the next one. That's a bird. Woo! That sounds like a droid to me. Think it's a droid? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to go Star Wars for my first time. Mm Mm-hmm. Any other changes? We all we all go with our votes. Yeah, that was a bird. That was the great-tailed knew, grackle. You can find it. those in Los Angeles. Oh wow! I knew it. So yeah, so fun fact about great-tailed grackles: their range goes all the way from north, the northern part of South America, to Wisconsin, 
They're originally from the northern part of South America and Central America, but they were brought over by the Aztecs, who loved the um, beautiful black fluorescent feathers they had in their tails for, like, headdresses and shit. So they brought them over, and they became, like, one of the early invasive species. Jess, what's our, what's our scores so far? Uh, for this game, we have Petey with two, Luke with one, Jess with two. Okay. Uh, Petey has 10 points from earlier when you assigned her 10 points. Oh, right. So you guys have a... You also have 60. Oh, yeah. Jess has 60. Yeah. But I think I need somebody to co-sign that. I don't (laughs) have the right. (laughs) I'm still America's heartthrob, right? Uh, Yes. You're America's tween heartthrob. Thank you. Again, really weird you singled in that age group. Um, All right. So moving on to our next sound. What do we think? Well, I want to say droid, but last time I said droid, I got I was wrong. That's Star but, Wars, man. That's got the, the I feel like the what at the end gives it away, and that feels like a R two D two ism to me. What do we think? We all yeah, we all but, go on Star Wars, but I feel like he's misdirecting us because he knows we're gonna think that he likes to, doesn't he? I'll say bird. He's tricky. Just in case. So PD and Luke, you're both Star Wars and Jess, you're bird? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I'm going to stick with Star Wars. So that is R2-D2. Oh! And uh, both times I hit pause and it did not pause fast enough for the ending noise, which very clearly gave it away. So um, good ear to both of you. I was going to keep the beginning because the beginning sounds birdy. You weren't tricking us at all. Is Absolutely. he in a cave? What's going on? I don't know. So that part was where I was supposed to stop with that. Sounds birdy. That sounds birdie. Then clearly it go- R2-D2. That sounds like a sad R2-D2. Okay, well, a, cons- a concerned R2-D2. Okay, I'm feeling bullied. But that part would be very, like, give, me, <laughs> yeah. give it away immediately. So that's what I'm trying to stop. Yeah. I have well, a, th- a theory for all of this, though. I feel like um, filmmakers and, you know, all those, you know, illustrators and everything, they, they form aliens based off of sea creatures with bird sounds interesting you know what i mean because they're like foreign creatures that we can visualize but it's like nearly impossible to come up with an alien that's completely unlike anything we can relate to yeah it's like come up with a new color how do you do it exactly all right moving on to our next creature ai will do it What? Okay, one more time. That sounds like a boat on a dock. <laughs> I can't think of a bird that like I can imagine being that guttural, like, <laughs> yeah. that deep. Yeah, so I think it's like a whale. A... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that like a a bird purring? <laughs> the equivalent famous purring grackle that doesn't sound distinctly star wars to me so i'm gonna go with bird luke what do you think well i want to go star wars just to be different because me and pd have been guests doing a lot of the same guesses um but my gut still says it's a bird so i'm gonna go bird <laughs> jess what do you think I'm going to go Star Wars because I'm um I don't want anyone to be rooting for me. <laughs> Jesus. 
I want to um, be the person people are yelling at when they listen to this. They say, oh. <laughs> um, so that was an emu. Oh. No way. I think we need another like audio clip of an emu making sound. I have. They all sound like that. I That was the third one I looked at. Okay, let's let's hear it again. That sounds like a bear. Yeah, right. I caught one of these in person as we discussed on the podcast. I heard this in person; it's horrifying. Petey's for the listeners. Petey's holding up a very funny photo of an emu. When you think about it, though, like it makes sense because it's like their entire they're huge and like it's their entire body like vibrating like resonating yeah you know i can or i can at least imagine that being to me case. this sounds like a recently dumped panther eating wings oh my God. <laughs> sad panther wow i was shocked at the answer to that one even though that's what i chose because yeah. it just didn't sound distinctly like anything yeah me. um so Other jess if you could, could read oh go ahead sorry i could actually see a great blue heron making that sound but i don't think oh does. yeah all right so we're going to have one more. If it ends in a tie, then we'll have a tiebreaker. But looks like this is between Petey and Luke. But Jess, you can go in. And here, how about this? Jess, if you guess and their votes are different than yours, you'll get two points. Stakes are high. All right. So here is our final sound. Star Wars. Star Wars. That sounds like... um. That sounds like the guy who uh, I was wrong about earlier. <laughs> who uh, Luke cut up. Tauntaun, yeah. In my mind, at least. But let's see. Jess? Drum roll. No, don't ask Jess to do a drum roll. <laughs> I can't. I can if with notice. <laughs> do you want a drum roll? <laughs> Luke asked for I don't want a drum roll. Oh. Can I do sound effects? Sure. Dun, 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 dun. Why does nobody I bring on this podcast know what a drum roll is? That is a baseline. You can imagine the drum roll over this. I can't do a drum roll with my mouth. Why would a drum roll have multiple instruments? It's just, it's a suspenseful sound, regardless. The the, the idea is to build suspense. Mm-hmm. Jess, what is your vote? Star Wars. <laughs> the answer is. Star Wars. So, Petey yes. is our winner. Congrats, Petey. Why you am have I the one? Because you were one ahead, so Luke had yeah. to tie with yeah. you for it to... Oh, I see. You had to be wrong. Yep. And that ends our podcast. So, thank you guys for coming on. Do you have anything you want to plug for our listeners? Oh, boy. Sheep eyes. Um, my, yeah, sure. My, my band has a single coming out in... Uh, july <laughs> it's a it's a long time but uh well but Luke, i'm sure people yeah. hear that you're in a band they want to listen to your music now where can they find some sheep eyes albums oh you, you can or maybe find some lps a, eps you can find it on a, a band camp or follow us on instagram.com and stay tuned for the, the the big release coming up yeah i'm a i am a huge fan of sheep eyes i love their song horn of plenty which i kept pestering luke to publish a version of he finally did um i did and i i at the slut party i got to talk to some of your bandmates and i really enjoyed talking to them yay 
uh pd you oh, gotta and catch oh. oh and catch me at ucb theater uh doing city walk the musical which is oh, a yes. great show that i'm happy to be a part of now to clarify city walk the musical may be sold out at this point uh because this is about a we're, we release this about two weeks from now so mm. on two listeners in now. the future <laughs> come check out city walk the musical at whatever larger venue how about this if you guys could just to. go go on instagram and follow moon goon their ucb sketch group and they'll be posting updates on when they will have their next show yeah i'm just a musician for it yeah but yeah what do you play again bass for them i play boom 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 that's pd you got anything to plug i don't nope not in a plug over okay there. <laughs> awesome jess you got anything to plug um a movie i work i got my first associate producer credit on is now on netflix on hulu it's not on netflix Whoa. it's on hulu great <laughs> it's called i'll Ozzie. believe about netflix it's by the broken lizard crew so if yeah if you're, if you're familiar with beer fest or super troopers yeah I'm or not, the so the I fire know. the fireman show Tacoma FD. Tacoma yeah. FD, which I briefly worked on. I should know the name of. Uh, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did the VF- I worked on VFX for that too. Um, I'm going to plug SELA again. So again, we're a friendly neighborhood homelessness coalition. If you want to help out your neighbors, go on to SELANHC.org. Not SELA NHS, which what I did last week, which NHS is the National Healthcare System of England. Um, don't do that. Go to SELANHC.org. Sign up for shifts. If you want to help your unhoused neighbors on Saturdays. We have plenty of programs. I was doing that today. I got to see some cool birds. I saw plenty of swallows. I almost got hit by several bikes. It was a lot of fun. And uh, once again, my dad's book, Field to Play. Check it out for the sports fan of your life, if, especially if you love the Raiders or the 49ers. It's my dad's book about his travels in the NFL um, with his friend, photographer, Michael Zagaris, whose name is technically bigger on the book because it's his photos. But, you know, I love my dad, so I'm going to say him first. But, yeah, Awesome. Well, thank you guys for both coming on the podcast. I guess we'll wrap that up with, uh, uh, Jess, how should I wrap this? With a rap. No. <laughs> okay, do your drum roll. Whatever. You <laughs> I keep doing Parry the Platypus. Parry the Platypus. That's, well, that's what we're going to get. Yeah.